Okay, Shalom Aleichem, everybody. In Yiddish, there's an expression, Beser Shpeter Eder Kemo. Better late than ever. That's why I say that in English. I was supposed to be on, I don't know what time. 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. Um, we're coming from Shvuas. The Mishpacha was here. We had some time together. I also spent an enormous amount of time today on the Tillam. I don't want to say I regret it. Um, the pay was so freilich. And the tzaddik was a bisele umedik. So uh, I wonder if I had done tzaddik tomorrow, would have had a more positive spin. But we tomorrow we'll do kuf. We're going to do four more uh, sequences, four more times eight. Kuf, reshin, and tov. And of course, be'ezer Hashem is barach v'yisal. Tomorrow's Monday, we'll do kuf. And the day after that, Reish, and then on Thursday we'll do Shin, and Blinad the Sunday next we'll do Taf. If, uh, you know, sometimes things come up, Shki, Esmi, Yavin, and Rabbis, Machas, Shavis, Bolev, Ishvatas, Hashem, Yisokam, and all those other factors play in, will uh, Hashem will be Oizer and Misayeya as he has done until now. And the is, Hashem should protect Yid, Mechom, Mokom, Shehem. And uh, it should be a koilal and and it should pass. Bin laila hoyo, bin laila over, as the koilal and that it truly should be. Um, we're learning a maimer, and I put it up on, I put it up on Facebook. It's not, I didn't put it up on my website. When I edit the first part of this, I'll put. I guess I'm not going to do it now, but for tomorrow, I'll put up the PDF on my website in the my modem section. Because I'm planning to teach this Maimed in four parts. At least that's the plan. Um, this Maimed is based on a Maimed from the Rebbe Rashab, which is called Te'enu Ur'enu. It appears first in the Ha'aris, in footnote 11. But it's quite clear that this is the Maimed Te'enu from Ezra's. I, I saw the Maimed Te'enu in Ezra's more than 25 years ago for the last time. Um, and I believe it's longer than this. It's longer than this, a lot more pratim. But is saying the same He starts it different. Because the Rebbe Rashab starts with Tzenurena. He doesn't get to Tzenurena until the middle of page Shin Beis. He starts with Beshoshek Dimu. Um, it's an interesting Maimed. It's an interesting mime because it's filled with anomalies. Familiar form with unusual interpretation. The, there's a lot of ideas that are mentioned in this mime, which are classic Hasidic ideas, Haskalah ideas, of course. But the way that Rebbe discusses them is a little bit different than, uh, than we're used to, than is normal, than is the tradition, I think. Even the structure at the beginning of the mime, when I, when I, you know, I prepare the mime, it's long, but it's not difficult, I would say. Maybe it is difficult, but uh, I, I didn't have that much difficulty preparing this mime. I had a lot much more difficult preparing the tilim that I did than preparing this mime. Um, the, the, the Rebbe doesn't, the Rebbe brings the, you know, the classic idea of Gimel Ksodim rather than Beis Ksodim, but he doesn't go straight to it. First he brings the Gemara, then he pilpils in the Gemara, and then Ashton Page in Beis he brings the Medrish, which is not usually how these ideas go. Um, so, so it's, uh, like I said, in a lot of ways, ideas are very familiar. In some ways, there's some unusual ideas. The way that Rebbe uses the terms Igulim and Yechid in this Maimed, I think, is 
atypical, is a bit of an anomaly, and the Mitzvah and the Shir that I'm going to give tomorrow and the day after, with Hashem's help, of course, <coughs> pardon me, we'll have opportunity to explore it, and I hope I don't mislead. So this is the classic mind of the two crowns and the three crowns, right? This is a very familiar theme. The Gemara speaks about two crowns, and Hasidus asks the obvious question, there shouldn't be two crowns, there should either be one or three. Because the Gemara says, "Bishosh Egdimu Yisrael Nasal Nishma," that the Yidden got the crowns not for saying Nasal Nishma, but for saying Nasal before Nishma. So either there should be only one crown for Agdamas Nasal Nishma, or there should be three crowns for Agdamas Nasal Nishma, then a second one for Nasal, and a third one for Nishma. The chesed of two crowns makes no sense. And that's how it, of course, is in the Gemara. So the answer is a Medrash that the Medrash says it is three. I, the Gemara, says only two because two we get. The third crown, the highest crown, the deepest crown, the holiest crown, Hashem keeps for Himself. So when the Gemara and the Mehderish are mashlim one another, the Gemara says, It's not saying that it's all there was. It's saying it's all that the Ebishter gave away. And the Kesed, the highest Kesed, the Ebishter keeps for Himself. And there's, of course, many reasons why the Ebishter keeps it for Himself, including... The fact that Kvayoch is my Mebish Nostayir, it's Choshev the Ebish that the Yid gave Makesir. But like I said, this is very classic, typical, right? And of course, you have it, of course, in the Mime of Pashas Amir, Vidigdashti, which speaks about the three Kedushas, the three Kesar, the three Kedushas, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. It's also connected to the three uh, crowns. So let's begin to read, not going to waste any time. And like I said, on Facebook, the PDF is uh, up and ready to be used. It says in the Gemara, the Bishosh, the Jewish people said the word Nasa. Before they said the word Nishma. So, of course, saying Nasa and Nishma is itself a big deal. They committed the Makabu Mitzvahs, right? The Yidin went through Gir, as the Gemara says. That what, this is Hey, according to Rashi, Hey, Sivan, Erev Matantayda, Friday. The Jewish people went through gear, they went through the process of conversion. The best meal they had to do before so they can eat carbon Pesach. But aside from that, they all went to the mikveh. They all brought a carbon because the blood was sprinkled on them and the Chazal say, Ein hazoya belitvila, so they tabled first. And then Meshach Rabbeinu read to them from the Sefer Abris, he read different texts and the Yidin said, This is what's called Kabbalah Samitzvah. Of course, like the Allah is, when he gets a get tzedek, that that in Megalim lay mitzvahs mitzvahs kalas mitzvahs mitzvahs to give him an overview of what Yiddishkeit is about before he, so to speak, undertakes it, takes it on from his act. Um, and we learned the halachas of Gerus from what happened at Matanteira. Every Gershon is guided from Meishar Abed until Mashiach comes, conforms to the same processes, the same steps that Klal Yisrael went through on that day in Hey Sivan, which was a gear. And one of those steps is what's called Kabbalah Samitzvah, to affirm, to agree to do the mitzvahs. So when the Jewish people said Nasav Nishma, that was their affirmation. That was their Kabbalah Samitzvah. Says the Gemara, Bo Shishim Riba Shamalachi Hashar, 600,000 angels of service came along. Luchalachat Vechad Mitzal to each Jew. In other words, each Jew got one of these, not 600,000, but one of them. The Kashrulay they tied for each one of the Yidden two crowns, Echad Keneged Nasa, one crown that the Yid got, he got for Nasa. And the second crown he got for Nishma. So the Pashtas, one Malach was carrying two crowns. The question, of course, is very famous and it's brought in many Maimorim. 
It's also brought in the mind with the previous Rebbe, which the Rebbe Zogazunza had printed then in 1952 in Tavshin Yud Beis. And you could see in footnote 4 that the Rebbe printed Sefer of Maimorim Tavshin Tes. The Rebbe printed a volume of Hasidus from the Friedrich Rebbe. You know, when the Rebbe first became a Rebbe, one of the first things he did was dedicate himself to printing the Maimorim of the Friedrich Rebbe from the America years, my modem and the Sikhs. It, it, it happened slowly, but one by one the Svarim came out. So the Rebbe wrote in the Psach Dover to the Sefer that since the Sefer is coming out, meeting Pesach and Shvuz, it was a whole volume, a whole year of my modem, Tav So people should learn the Shvuz Dik of my modem from Tav Shintez. At this point it was four years before, yeah? Tav Shintez, three years before, the people should learn it for Shvuz. And at that moment, from Tav Shintes, the Rebbe also asks this question. They look at the end of the Gemara, it's indicative. That they got two crowns, one for saying Nasa, and the other for saying Nishma. However, when you look at the beginning of that Gemara, Mashma, it's indicative. Shak Sodom Haim, the reason they got the two crowns is Bishfil Hahakdoma, the Nice of Nishma, not for saying Nasa for saying Nishma, but for saying Nasa before Nishma. Mavair Bamaim, and the Rebbe explains to the Maimorim, Shakdomas Nasal and Nishma, that you tr- you're right, they got Taka a crown for Nasa. They got Taka a crown for Nishma, but they only got a crown for Nasa, they only got a crown for Nishma because they said Nasa before Nishma. Why? Because. Hagdomas Nasa and Nishma Payales Behanyonim the Nasa Venishma Atma. Nasa has a meaning. We will do. Venishma has a meaning, we will understand. And they in themselves are valuable. The Hagdomas Nasa Venishma changes each. It changes the Nishma and it changes the Nasa. Shiyuba Eifa Naila Yesa should be on a higher level. So the way that Rebbe is explaining at this point in the moment, the Taka got a crown for Nasa. Taka got a crown for Nishma. They didn't get a crown for Hagdomas Nasa Venishma. So how come the Gemara says Gdimu? And the answer is because only because they said Nasa before Nishma was Nasa worthy of a crown. Only because they said Nasa before Nishma was Nishma worthy of a crown. So Taka got only two crowns. Because in the meantime in the Maimim, we don't know yet about the third crown. We're not going to learn about the third crown until Pedic Beis, until page uh, Shin Beis, next Daf. So the Revile is only two crowns. But the two crowns become elevated, the two in Yonah become elevated to the level of being worthy of a crown because of the Abdullah Sassavanish. It's a different answer to this classic question. That the fact that the Abishta gave him crowns, for saying Nasa and for saying Nishma, there's no crown for Agdamas Nasa Nishma. There's a crown for Nasa. There's a crown for Nishma, which explains why there's two of them and not one of them or three of them. But it's Davka Geshem Be'efen, it's only when they do it in such a form of Agdomas, Nasa, and Nishma, of Nasa Khan before Nishma. Had they said Nishma before Nasa, they would have gotten zero crowns. By saying Nasa before Nishma, there was there to two crowns. We don't attribute a crown for the Akhtari itself, but we attribute the two crowns of Nasa and Nishma because of the Akhdom. And the Rebbe explains what is different about Nasir, what is different about Nishma when you do Agdomas, Naisel, and Nishma. And this is, so to speak, it's, it's very Guruntik, it's very Goyendik, it's very Svaradik. What is Nishma by itself? What is Nishma when you have Agdomas, Naisel, and Nishma? What is Nasa by itself? And what is Nasa because of Agdomas, Naisel, and Nishma? He talks us through the ideas very, very specific. 
The word nishma is to listen, which means to hear and understand. Now when you speak at this point in this maimit about understanding, there's two possibilities about the meaning of the word understanding. One possibility is that the meaning of the word understanding means to understand where the mitzvah comes from. What's called in halachic terms, tamiya mitzvahs, which psukim, which gemores, which svaris, which rayas support the kiyim of this mitzvah. That's one way of understanding us, nishma. And the other way of understanding nishma, nishma pasa means tamiya mitzvahs, the reasons for mitzvahs. And it seems to me, when reading these two pages, that it means both. The word nishma means understanding the source of the halach and knowing the basis for this chiyuv, for this mitzvah. And it also means understanding the time halach. The meaning of the word nishma, which means to understand, which is lashna saga vavana, which means to intellectually reach and understand. Says the Hailikhu, what this means practically is Hasimas Lev is the applying attention. The whole mitzvah in mitzvah in each mitzvah pratis specifically. Hainudas haste. Shayata Libe one should dispose, should lean his heart. Lishme Yolahakshiv to listen and to be in tune to Eichumahu Ratsan Ha'elyin what and how was the will of Akadish Barhu Bipratiya Mitzvah the specifics of the mitzvah. So the Nishma means knowing the details of the mitzvah and knowing the details of the sources of the mitzvah and the reasons for the mitzvah. The word nasa, which is above the word nishma, because nasa means to accept, to submit, is hakabola selva habitl. It's the submission, the acceptance of the yoke and the submission. El parotir attends to the specific will, lishmeya kolrotsin, to listen to every will of Akadish Barhu, and lakame and to carry it out. So nishma means to understand the source and the basis of the mitzvah in halacha, and nishma means to understand the time halacha, the reasons for this mitzvah. And Nasa means the specifics of what you're going to do, what you submitted to do with what Ebishta said. Says the Rebbe in addition to the Yen of Nishma. And in addition to the Yen of Nasa, there's the Yen Mas Naisa Le Nishma. Hakdom Mas Naisa Le Nishma, putting Nasa before Nishma, Shur Kabbalah, Selva Abitl Abalaraf. And by putting Nasa before Nishma, we're committing not to the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but to the master of the will, that means the Ebishta himself. In other words, in practical terms, to, to accept, to commit to do something without knowing what you're committing to do, it'd be crazy how could you commit someone asks you will you do something for me you say sure how do you know sure let them first tell you what they want and you can decide if you can do it if you want to do it and so on and yet the Abisha comes to you and says would you like to do something and they said yeah so nishma means we'll understand nasa means we'll do whatever you tell us after you tell us the specific nasas hakidamas nasa nishma we commit to the Abisha and of course, the logic of committing to the Eibishter is an understanding that Eina Kadosh Baruch Hu Bal Betrunio Imbriyesav. Hashem would never expect from something from us something we cannot deliver. In the Mivakashal Lefikechan, the Eibishter makes a request if it's beyond our strengths, beyond our capabilities. So we trust Him. We trust Him enough to say that if you think we could do it, that's an ayah we can. It's called Bitter Labalaratz. We commit to the Eibishter. In Samach Vav, it says the difference between Bittl to Baal and The Bittl to Ratzin is that there's 630 different Bittls to Ratzin. Each Bittsvah is separate. Bittl to Baal is one commitment to the Master. Fatik. says the Rebbe, Shua Kabbalah, says Bittl to Baal Ratzin, which is the Bittl to Yesa, the Bittl to the Yebish, there's a deeper Bittl. The difference between Nishma by itself and Nasa by itself and Nishma after Hagdomas, nice. 
and Nase in a way which is its Magdim to Nishma is as follows. The Baveda, the Nishma, the idea of a person learning and understanding what mitzvahs are, without Agdamas Nase, the Nishma. That's a reasonable avoidum. It's conceivable for a human being to say, This I like and this I don't. This makes sense to me, this I don't make sense to me. If you're approaching me just in a rational and a logical way, your rationalizations and your logic allow you to decide what you like and what you don't like. I'll call upon him, and even if you're not going to say, I like this, and you don't like this, you're not going to be as chutzpahdik as say, I don't like this mitzvah. Intellectually, practically, you'll do whatever you're told. Intellectually, a mitzvah which makes sense works for you better than a mitzvah that doesn't. You feel more pleasure than a chuk. And therefore, nishma by itself. Which means we're going to understand um, is is a meaningful thing, but it's a limited thing. Has a chassad. First of all, you could say that you don't like it altogether, and even if you're not going to say you don't like it, the very fact that you have something to, about it that you can judge um, is a lack of absolute commitment. Okay, and he continues, second line from the bottom. Yeah. So what's the difference of nishma stam and nishma? When Nasa comes first, Nishma Stam, you can decide that this Tate I like, this Tate I don't like. And even if you're not going to say that, you'll still, you're not going to say this I like and this I don't like, but you'll have preferences. The Nasa, the same as draws in the service of Nasa, which is Bitl, Vad. where a person starts achieving Bitl. In other words, it's not a Seichel de Kavoyde, like. Nishma is, but it's a bittle to the Ratzin law, meaning to say you only accept the Avishta's instruction once he tells you specifically what to do, as opposed to the lay bittle of and the bittle to the master of the will, which means that you're bottled to the Avishta before you know what he wants, right? What's the difference between accepting the king and accepting the king's instructions? How much trust you have? If you accept the king, you know that if he gives you an instruction, that's the proof you could do it, right? So the fact that the Eibishter makes a certain request is itself the raya that you're able to do it. So there's one commitment to him. You're committing to the specific instructions that he gives. Even though this is also an avoid of bitl. And of course, therefore, the Kaim Gamas and Mitzvah the Chuki, we do all of the Mitzvah, including the Mitzvah that are Chukim. Just because he said, Tapa Pechin, Aleph Namikomakim, nevertheless, Ain Zedem Alamishpatim, you could still say there's a difference between the Mitzvah that I do that doesn't have any logic, a Chaik, and a Mitzvah that does a Mishpat. Shabhem, even when it comes to Mishpatim, the person understands. Shatorich Lakaim, when they need to be practiced, Mitzad Etzem in Yana, because they're by themselves of merit. When it comes to mitzvahs which you don't understand. He understands, the person understands. The reason to do them. Because Hashem wants me to do it. Since the bit of Nasa is, because you understand, they're supposed to accept. Who is reasonable. 
So are they bekiy and mishpatim? When you're doing a mitzvah that makes sense, so the logic of doing the mitzvah is the logic of the mitzvah. When you're doing a mitzvah of chukim, the logic of the mitzvah is that it's logical to do what Hashem says. And therefore, when it comes to mishpatim shavod, the mitzvah that's when you understand the value of the mitzvah in and of themselves. So the person is going to have greater delight. From doing mitzvahs which are called chukim, by themselves they make no sense. So the when a person is doing nasa, but not an even akdamas nasa lenishma, so everything is logical. Mishpatim are logical because they make sense, and chukim are logical because it makes sense to will to do the will of Hashem. On the mighty akdamas nasa lenishma, when you're saying nasa before nishma, which means to say that the spirit of the nasa of nishma is not only I'm going to do before I understand, but that I'm committing to Him. To the Abishta himself, my bit my submission is to the Abishta. Like I told you before, it says in Samachbab, I think it's a Vikach Kedach. When a person is a bit of the Balarotzin, there's only one bit. When a person is a bit of the Rotzin, there's 613 different bitles. Hainosha AK, Demizgal, Sarotzin, even before once, the will of Hashem, which is going to tell him which mitzvah to do and how to do it, is revealed. He has a bitl, says the Rebbe in Yiddish. He has committed himself, he has submitted himself to the source of the world. So when a person hears what Hashem says and then commits, Hashem revealed his will. Once Hashem reveals his will, even mitzvahs that are higher than reason have an indirect relationship with reason. But if Hashem hasn't revealed his will at all, you just know that there's a neighbor. And in your mind you accept that whatever he says to do, you're going to do. This is a bitl before there's a mitzvah. Right? What's the lashon? Eight kedem is gal There's no will yet. Late as a chayin you make a commitment to whatever he says. Hadev zapel gam ba nasa v'nishmat v'me changes the nature of the nishma, and it changes the nature of the nasa. How so? Shol yibam chiluk. You stop making distinctions between mitzvah and mitzvah, mitzvah achas the chavot one and the next. Meaning to say, you don't say this is a mishpat and this is a chayik. This makes sense and this doesn't make sense. And you still don't say, this I like and this I don't like. Because you're committed to the Yevishter. There should be zero distinction between one mitzvah and another. And the smallest mitzvah, the supposedly, or allegedly smallest mitzvah, and the greatest mitzvah, the supposedly, allegedly greatest mitzvah, become one and the same thing. So this is why you have a third in you. Nishma has its logical limitations. Nasa has its limitations in a level which is connected to logic indirectly. There's no logic whatsoever. And he gives a simple motion. All classic stuff. For example, a slave who's totally submitted to his master. The slave has no self-identity. When a person is so submitted to his master, there is zero self-identity. His entire reality is his lashna pasuk is ki who is the physical property of his master. Now, if the master is a human being, that's a situation. But if your master is atzmosim hus, and you belong to him, then everything you do is as if he did it. Says the Rebbe, zechus will be considered a merit for this slave. If the master will tell him to do something, whatever it may be, without any distinction, what is telling him to do it, because the fact that you can do what he wants is everything. In other words, when somebody tells you to do something, and that person's value to you is limited, 
So the appreciation for what you're doing for them depends on the, the substance of what you're doing. But if you have a relationship with a king, with your relationship with them, the value you invest in this relationship is infinite, what they tell you doesn't matter. That they told you matters. And therefore the tiniest command and the most gigantic command are exactly equal. It's called the Ratz. without any distinction, what he's being told to do. Because whatever it is that he's being told to allows him to fulfill the will of HaKadosh Baruch. So when a person is about to himself to Nishma or even to Nasa, there's an indirect relationship to reason at least. Hakdamas l'nasa l'nishma has no shachas to reason whatsoever. And the Rebbe continues right in the middle of page Shin Alev, the same is true in this Gemara. The Jewish people said Nasa before Nishma Shuabit It's a submission of the Jewish people to the Yevishter. In a way that the one making the submission is not a Metzias whatsoever. When you commit to the Ebishter, the commitment is singular, and the commitment on part of the person is total. And it makes no difference what's going to happen in the relationship. When a person is doing the Veda of Nasa Shubit, when it's the lower level. In other words, it's not Agdomas Nasa Nishma, it's simply Nasa, Hariya Bittl, who the way one achieves Bittl, Bevan Shemit, you say the Kaimis, that's not your form, your identity is serving your master. It's not that you don't have a form, of course you have a form. Your form is submitted to him, but you have a form. Your form wishes to do the will of HaKadosh Baruch. So if you first exist, like the Ramam says about Malach, Yehidim es Atzmam, Yehidim es Ilasim. First they know themselves, and then they know their maker. If a person identifies with himself as a form, as an entity, and then he serves the Eivishter, no matter how much bitl he's going to have, that bitl is about him. It's not the Pshat, you have no Metzias. But rather, your Metzias is to serve your maker. In, in as much as he is a Metzias, so Metzias is to do with the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though this name from Kabbalah said there could still be a distinction. What the desire is in, whether it's Mishpatim, or Chukim. So it is a bitl to Ratzin. The Diyak of bitl to Ratzin is Hashem tells me what to do and I do it. But he has to tell me first. If Hashem tells me to do and I do it, even though I'm doing it with submission, the fact that I say I do or I will do specifically for each action makes me into Matthias. It makes that action into Matthias and it limits the Kabbalah sale. Of the one services on a level with Nasser come before Nish, which is a bit Labalarot and Taichi's never like this high. Before the will even emerges from the nefesh, one is submissive, submitted to the balarots and be'efin in such a fashion. You never have a form of your own, and there'll be no distinctions based in yinhuarot. Once you say that the Abish has a want, and we're going to listen, the want is tefes But if you say Hashem doesn't have a want yet. But we accept him when the wants emerge, the wants are not a Matthias. And therefore the bittle to the Abishtin is total. Okay, do as it is well known all the other faculties like Sechel and so on is by Bitchalkas, they're subdivided. Ubimela accordingly. 
If a person wants something with his mind, with his heart, and he gets all of it except the detail. So on a level of seichel, he gets what he wants, it's just not perfect. But if a person has a want, a will, when a person desires something on the level of ratzen, it's not divided. Will is indivisible. One of my teachers used to tell me the marshal for a will is a rebbe's dollar. There's no such thing as a half a rebbe's dollar. There's no such thing as a, a shtickle. Or the yard and a rotten in your nuts. And therefore, when a person wants something in a reasonable way, and then it has a taikif of rotten, that's still reasonable. Because it started off as a metzies, but when a person wants something, on the take of a vetzim, if he doesn't get exactly what he wants, he doesn't have it at all. Which is why Bagdam is Nasa Nishma when Yidin didn't just say Nasa Nishma, said Nasa before Nishma. So bitl Balaratsan, they bitl themselves to the Balaratsan. They gave a key um Haratsan Kamesha who the only thing that matters is doing what Hashem said, without any regard for what matters. So the bitl of Nasa. After Agdamas Naitilanishma is a bitl to the Yabish there, whatever he wants, I'll do. Now they is a gamma nishma by finalis and accordingly the nishma is also very different, even though before we said that nishma is logical. When a person comes to understand, which is what nishma is, when a person does a mitzvah, because it makes sense to him, and because he gets pleasure from it, but if he's doing it, because of Agdomas Nasal and Nishma, because Abishta said, so his pleasure is not from the fact that he got what he wanted, but from the fact that he did what Hashem said. When the Abishta sent them Allah to give us two crowns against Nasal and Nishma, Atma, and Dafka, the Agdomas Nasal and Nishma, Shapayelis, Eli, Banyan, and the Nasal and Nishma, it's Atma. So far, we're not assuming there's a third crown, only two crowns, Nasal and Nishma. But each of the two crowns is enhanced because of the Agdomas Nasal and Nishma. The Nishma, the Nasa is enhanced, that you bottle to the Abishta himself. And the nishma is enhanced, even though your understanding, your pleasure is not from what you're understanding, your pleasure is from being maladrasana. This is the end of page shin aluk, return to page shin base. And again, what we had in this paydik was an analysis of the Gemara with a question, with an obvious question. The question is why are there no three crowns? If you're getting the crowns for Agdamas, Nasal, and Nishma, there should be either three and not one and not two. And the answer in the previous ticket was there's only two crowns, because you don't get a crown for Agdamas, Nasal, and Nishma. But Agdamas, Nasal, and Nishma is the source of the snake Sodom. You have to earn it. Now the Rebbe is going to bring the Medrash, Om, the Mapi, the Tarak, and the question still remains the key, and Shigod, Lamas, Agdamas, Nasal, and Nishma. The idea of saying Nasal before Nishma is greater. So Yod, Hoys, and Nasin, Nasak, Sodom, it's what gave us the crowns for Nasal, and Nishma. There should have been a special crown for Agdamas Nasal Anishma. Or to say it more precisely, there should have been only one crown. And not two. For Agdamas Nasal Anishma. This is a certainty. Because of the effect of that initial idea. By putting Nasa before Nishma, you change the Nasa and the Nishma. Yes, no Indian didn't see us like there are crowns. How much more so? If putting Nasa before Nishma changes the Nasa and changes the Nishma and justifies they should each be crowned, Allah has come of a comma, the Makdomas Nasa Nishma itself. 
The Mekain Haitzar Achlias Nesin as Gimel Gasad. There should have been three crowns: one for Nasa, one for Nishma, one for Gimel for Nishma. Why are there only two? Just a kash. Now, in the previous page, Rebbe asked this question. In other words, and he answered because the Agdamas Asla Nishma is what gets the Nasa to a level where it's deserving of a crown of Keser Torah, uh, and um, and for the Nishma, there's also a crown, but it's only because the Agdamas Nasla Nishma. But here he says different. Ah, for example, the king The people of his country made him three crowns. What did the king do? Not One crown he kept for himself. The greatest he keeps for himself. What's called in some maimorim the keser shemtiv. Two he sends to his children. Three times they kaddish, 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 and they had established a kedusha for kaddish baruch hu. Ma isa kaddish baruch? What does the Abish do? Neitel kedush echad liyatzme. One of the three kaddishes he keeps for himself. Shnayim neisam bereish ban. Another two he gives to his children. Just like the three kedushas, one he keeps until he gives away. The same is true with crowns. The two crowns which correspond to Nasev and Nishma he gives us. But Nasev was a Yeshni Gam Keser again with the third crown which is higher than those two, which is Ide Avedis Akdama Nasel and Nishma, Jakesos and Natalayatme. The most important crown he keeps for himself. The Abish gives us Giluyim. Giluyim, which is symptomatic of the Keser, Shemtev, Elagabem, the Pnimi is the Kenyan of Keser. But the Pnimi is the Kenyan of Keser he keeps for himself. It's Indian Pnimi Yatme. And they connect it to the Pasuk, which is the basis for this Maimon and Ayan Zayin. And Udeno, B'nei Sien, Batoda, Sh'otra, Ima, B'yem, Chast, Nasti, B'yem, Sim, Chast, Libe, Go out and see daughters of Zayin. And your daughter, Shleiman, the crown that he was given by his mother on the day of his wedding, the day of his joy. So, the, of course, we all know the Medesh, that Yidin are called Achois, Bas, and Achois, and Aim. Here they're called Aim. Oh, Amr Chazal, so it says in the Chazal. Because the Abish is the king who has peace. The mother of the Abish the mother is higher than the Kvayachal Kuchabrihu. The mother, which is being consistent, the Abishas Nazi is Matantate. And the Peter's Batarashat Le Imu, which is Matantate, Otruvichin Shamasala Kadish Baruchu. That when the Abish gave us a tailor, we gave a crown to the Abish, which is Kasaragimu, the third crown. And the third crown of Adam is Nasa Vanishma, and then the crowns of Nasa Vanishma he gives us. Now, this is not a steer to what we said before. Before we said, on page Shin and Shinaf, we said that the Kagdomus Nasa Vanishma changes the property of the Nasa, changes the property of the Nisma. We're still saying that. What we're saying here, different than before, is that there actually is a third crown which the Abishta keeps for himself. You know, I'm itching to say this, and it's a bad thing to have itches. I have a lot of these itches. That, you know, it's like the story of Haman. Haman offers Mordechai three things, the crown, the horse, and the tunic. And the second pasuk, the crown disappears. Haman oversteps his bounds. Akashverish was not prepared to give his crown, so he only gives him the tunic and the horse. But a chassidist is brought because the third crown belongs to Yidin by themselves. Bechlal Tayyu was hired and Tikkun Goyim hired in Yidin. But the level of Atmos, it's not that way. And that's the third crown which we're speaking about here. So there's Keser Malchus, there's Levush Malchus, and there's Sus. The Vush Malchus and Sus will be very similar to the two Ksalim which we receive. And the Kesa Malchus, which is only mentioned in one passage, that I repeat it later on, this is the third crown. 
There's three crowns. What do they mean? And how were they connected to Hashem giving us the Taylor? So the Rebbe begins by saying, You have my It says in the pause of Yerbavikiamashishi. The sixth day began with the night and ended with a day. There's an extra hey. It should have said Yem Shishi like all the other days. What's the hey? You say it. And the Chazal teach us, Malam, with the teaches us last line on page in base. She is not Kodesh Baruch Hu, Maisa, based on Hashem made a condition with the creation. Im, Yikavu Yisrael, Satayim, Mut. If the Yidnikatayim is good, then otherwise, Atom is coming, you're going to exist. Otherwise, not. That's the Pshat Vyadav Egeim Hashishi. That Erev Avekir Shokmar Breish is told to be a Mshishi of Sifin Shinitna Beitel. Until the Tater was given, the world was precarious. But the Shad Matan Tater, until the Tater was given, the Hoyla Elam Kiyam Amidah, the world lacks truth. Because it's totally a bit night, a dependent world, it's a conditional world. And Rakba Matan Tater, Nasa Kiyam Elu, and the Abish gave us a Tater, and we said, Nasa Venishma, that we affirmed to the Abish that we're going to keep Tater. And just in the world became permanent. So this is the chilek. Before Matan Teira, the world was Suffolk. After Matan Teira, the world was Avad, had a When we talk about the idea that the entire reality of the world depends on us accepting the Teira. In other words, the entire reality of the world depends upon us saying Nasev and Nishma. In other words, the entire reality of the world depends on the idea of Nishma and Nase. And Agdomas Nasev and Nishma, Omer Azal, is connected to the mission in Ovis. The world stands on three things. And later in the Maimed, the Rebbe is going to connect Avoida to the crown of Agdamas Naisal and Nishma. And Teirad is going to connect to the crowns of Nishma and Nasa. He's just not going to tell us which is which. So Teirad Avoid is is the details of the Nasa and Nishma. In other words, in the words Nasa and Nishma, you have a commitment to all of Yiddishkeit. Nishma is a commitment to all of Yiddishkeit. Nasa is a commitment to all of Yiddishkeit. And Agdomas Nasa and Nishma is a commitment to all of Yiddishkeit. And in detail, Agdomas Nasa and Nishma is Avoido, and then Nasa and Nishma are the other two in Yonim. Well, Inyam is that the idea is the primary existence of the world is through Makif. Makif means through a hovering, transcendent light, Davke. In other words, something which is not limited to the world. It may not be revealed in the world, but it's not limited to the world. It's a force which is above the world that sustains it, right? And of course, another word for makif is keser. And now, teira avayda, gmilas chasadim, are going to be called makifim. They're sustainers of the world because they're like sodom. And he gives an example from, from Malachi Neshama. Kmeishu ba'adam, we know by a person, the real reason a person exists, specifically as a neshama baguf, has to do with the makif. We say and in this he is not considered a makif. It's considered a pnimi. And rather later in the next Pedic, when he talks about Hishtalshalos, Hishtalshalos is going to include Atzilos, Bri, Yitzir, Nasi as one unit. And there's Vrasa Yitzart and Afachta. Shem Prati, Amadrei, gives the say that Hishtalshalos is also a pnimi. Creation Creation is Tehede, Vrasa Yitzart and Afachta. The special care of the Abish to put in a sham and in the first place, like it's brought in from Ramo, and it's mentioned later in the Maimir. The primary existence of the human being, which is a combination of the Nisham Babakuf, is through the Vyat Misham Babakibi. So the Rebbe says, Same is true in the greater world, which is called the Guf Godl, as they state in Avis the Rabnasan, right? He does, he, I don't know why he's not Mitzayin to us. In footnote 27, he's Mitzayin to the Meir and the Vuchim. But L'chayr, it's the Rabnos. 
The real reason we exist is not because the neshama goes into the guf, but because there's a level of the neshama that embraces it. And that's the keset, and that's the teira, aveda, and gemilas chasadim. So in general, there's one union of makif. What's the one union of makif? Nas is the whole Yiddishkeit, Nishma is the whole Yiddishkeit, and the Hagdomas Nas and Nishma is also the whole Yiddishkeit, and this is the makif. said, and it breaks up, Kiyem Ho'elam, the existence of the world is Gimel from the Teira, Avedu, and Gimel Chasadim. The world exists because of the three things, Teira, Avedu, and Gimel In other words, Teira is a kiem of one aspect of the world. Avoyed is, as- is a kiem of a different aspect of the world. And Gimel Chasadim is the kiem of a third aspect of the world. And the Rebbe concludes, Ogam Techani and the Gimel Chasadim. That's also the day of the three crowns. And these three crowns are going to be the same. In other words, in Proteus, it's Teira, Aveda, and Gemilas, Chasadim, Shagimel, Makifim, Shadikesa, Vatero, Makif, Shayadim, Nasakim, Elam, until the world exists because of them. So in this Pedic, the Rebbe explained the Inyam and Bishar Shagdimu, and he also explained that Bishar Shagdimu touches the whole purpose of creation. You take away this Bishar Shagdimu, the world does not exist. And now the Rebbe is, of course, going to explain the Madregas of these three Ksodim by talking about Yeshir, Igulub, and Atmos, as you'll see in the next three Shiyurim, Belinadin, and Mitzvah